0: Full Florida True Crime Podcast. I'm Karen Curtis, and today's episode is about an aspiring Playboy bunny. She didn't make it into Playboy, but she did a Playboy video from Detroit. I'm from Detroit, but I'm not a Playboy bunny.
1: My sister was 26 years old. She was full of life. She was beautiful. She cared about everybody.
0: She was found burned beyond recognition in a Miami dumpster in 2010 and, please still don't know, who killed her. It's 2022. Talk about a cold case dumpster fire. Her name, Paula Sladusky. As I said, she's a Detroiter, from lit as we say, a Michigander, and she had beauty and brains from a young age, and she knew it though. It was all about Paula, let me tell you. She really loved makeup and dressing impeccably. Here's her mom recalling Paula.
1: She just loved looking good. That was,
0: you know, no hair out of place. Here's Paula's older sister. By 14 years, she says Paula got into her purse when she was just a toddler and got creative with her makeup. She had gotten into my purse, into my makeup, and just had it
1: all over, drew all over her face. She just loved being the center of attraction. It was just all about her.
0: Well, like me and Madonna, by the way, I went to high school with Madonna at Adams High School and then I transferred to Rochester High. Well, Paula got the hell out of Detroit. And I remember it was a snowy night in Detroit. I was about 18 and about to graduate from Rochester High School. And I got a call from the track coach in Honolulu, Hawaii at the University of Hawaii, offering me a full ride eight o'clock at night, snowing outside. I never looked back. I said, mom, I'm going to Hawaii. <laughs> I've got a full ride. She goes, no, you're not. I'm like, watch me. So, I had never been west of the Mississippi. So, I got in a plane, I flew away and I never went back to Detroit. I After Hawaii, I came to Florida, like a smart person. Another smart person, Madonna, who, like I said, I went to high school with, we actually dated brothers in the same family, the Howell family. Dr. Howell was a vascular surgeon and I dated the youngest, Brian, and Madonna dated Scott. He was older, obviously. And Mrs. Howell, her name's Anne, told me that one day Madonna was leaving the Howell household for the last time because she was headed to the Big Apple. Anne says, do you know anybody in New York? And Madonna goes, nope. And she took off to New York and they never saw her again. (laughs) She never went back to Michigan. Well, Paula left Detroit and went to college in California, another smart person. And she started studying nursing. And she financed her way through school with her good looks as a model.
1: Well, I didn't really care for the modeling that much. She even went from dark hair to blonde hair. They wanted different looks. They wanted the dark hair and then blonde hair. And then she got extensions. I just wanted her to be more natural. And she wanted to be more glamorous. It was about glamour with her. Always about glamour.
0: So Paula auditioned for Playboy. And though she never did appear in the magazine, she was featured in a Playboy video. And she also worked as an exotic dancer in California. A stripper
1: I wanted her to just uh, be a nurse because that's what she first her love was just being a nurse she wanted to be a nurse
0: which really flipped out her button-down Midwest mom I freaked out what
1: are you doing what are you doing there I used to cry sometimes and tell her Paula you know I noticed the, the little bit of the alcohol and you know, We would talk about that, and uh, I told her, I said, if this is what this job is doing to
0: you, you, you just need to get out of it. I'll tell you, I am the mother of a daughter around that age. She's a little bit older than Paula at the time, but Katrina, she is a professional, she is such a good person, and I would be heartbroken if she had gone down this road. And I can see how it happens. I mean, when you look at what society prefers... If you look on Instagram, you know, women are really taught to get their lips filled and their butt enhanced and their boobs done and dye their hair or bleach it blonde and add extensions and whiten their teeth and on and on and on. I mean, just being yourself is no longer cool. But this beautiful blue-eyed blonde was making lots of money exploiting her enhanced good looks and stripped down assets. She
1: loved the expense of things in life okay she just loved buying the 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 best of everything her clothes her makeup her extensions that was paula we argued about it a lot we really did
0: well a goodbye on some tickets to a new year's eve lady gaga concert brought sliduski and her boyfriend kevin klim to miami beach for some reason she
1: just wanted to see this concert she says don't worry i'll be home in time for your birthday I have something special planned for your birthday.
0: They're both from Michigan and they celebrated 2010 by dancing to Mother Monster at the Fountain Blue, which I did a podcast about the owner of the Fountain Blue being murdered. You'll have to listen to that, It's <laughs> crazy stuff. In fact, it is Full rigor episode 41, from stripper to trophy wife to black widow. Have I piqued your interest? So this episode stripper spent the rest of the weekend clubbing. Then they went to club space in the early hours of January 3rd, 2010. It was a Sunday and police say, well, it was Saturday into Sunday that Paula and her boyfriend, Kevin were really trashed and they arrived at space around 530 in the morning. So what happens is you go out clubbing and you go to all the places on Miami beach and you get completely obliterated and you don't want the party to end. So then you go to a place like club space. If I had a daughter,
2: she wouldn't be going to club space. You see people come out of there, sometimes very trashed.
0: Apparently, all the alcohol had lowered the stripper's inhibitions even more on the dance floor. And Kevin didn't like his girlfriend's impromptu peep show one bit.
2: She was wearing a dress that was cut very low, showed off all her legs and her body. She started lifting up her dress. She wasn't wearing any underwear and was creating quite a scene. People were all over her. He was dancing with them. guys were up at the bar, getting very close to her. Kevin didn't like what he saw. He wanted to get her out of there because it was time to go. And he grabbed her by the arm and said, let's go, babe. Time to go. Paula resisted. She was having a time of her life.
0: It looked as if they were fighting.
2: I don't think they got into any blows or anything like that. He was just grabbing her. Come on, we got to go.
0: Yeah, well, that got him kicked out. So he leaves club space and he has... Paula's phone. Now, just think about that. She is smashed. She is alone in the warehouse district of Miami. I mean, you get rolling around the bowels of Miami. Even I get lost. And I was a traffic reporter down there for 12 years. I mean, she has no idea, no phone. She doesn't know anybody down there. Apparently, this wasn't the first time that she, you know, started showing off on the dance floor and something like this happened. So, he got in a cab and he left. And what happens next is anybody's guess. Less than a half an hour after Kevin was thrown out, there is grainy camera footage showing Paula leaving the club at about 7.20 a.m. Now, there are some reports that she left with an unknown man. There are others who say that a man followed her out of the club or that she was approached outside. Depends on which witness the North Miami police talked to. There were no other cameras that captured where she went, if she got in a car, if she got in a cab, or simply started walking by herself in the industrial area. So it wasn't until the next morning around 11 a.m. when Kevin woke up alone in the couple's South Beach hotel room and realized Paula had not returned and that she was missing.
2: He realized that she wasn't there and something was wrong. She would have been back. He becomes concerned. He checks in with the hotel staff and she is not returned yet they haven't seen her Uh, he starts to call around to hospitals walking around the south beach area he didn't have a car with her picture on his cell phone have you seen her walking around maybe she was lost she didn't know where she was
0: well kevin calls police and a private investigator but no one can find paula until kevin calls the medical examiner's office and sure enough a body had been found 12 miles north of club space burned beyond recognition in a dumpster 13 hours after Paula had disappeared. This man, Christopher Michael, came upon the out-of-control dumpster fire and called the fire department. Here's what he told Crime Watch Daily.
1: The flames were at least to the light right there.
0: Firefighters then called police when they found the body inside. Here's Detective Michael Gaudio.
2: When I got there, I saw the remains inside the dumpster. I couldn't tell you the mindset of the person who had set another human being on fire. It was a brutal crime. And the only thing left of her remains are some body piercing and some earrings. Things happen, crimes of passion, but you don't go out to destroy them or the memory that perfectly.
0: So the body was found later that same day that she went missing, that cold January day. Well, cold for Florida, it was probably about 60. And police still don't know who killed her to this day. So that was 2010 and it's now 2022 and no idea. She had a beautiful white smile and only her dental records could identify her. But how did she die? And was she alive when her attacker burned her body in the dumpster? Good question.
2: Paula was already deceased uh, prior to being set on fire. The medical examiner was able to determine that. They said it possibly
1: strangulation because there was no knife marks, no gunshot wounds. But she was burned so bad that it was hard to tell.
0: Paula's mother was, of course, devastated when she got the call from North Miami police, and she still wears Paula's ashes around her neck to this day. I still struggle today, even after I
1: wear her ashes everywhere I go. Her ashes are around my neck. I had them put in a heart
0: so I could wear her. So per usual, Paula's boyfriend, Kevin Clem, is one of the last people to see her alive, so he is a suspect. And oh boy... He had a history of violence with the victim. He broke her nose. She fi- he was in jail. He- she filed charges against him. Mom really didn't like Kevin. And Sliduski reportedly told a friend that she was afraid of him. And her stepfather told media outlets that she and Clem had a horrible relationship. Police ultimately did clear him. And when they released a sketch of a possible suspect, Clem went on the Today Show to say the sketch looked like a bouncer from the club. But Space issued a statement at the time saying the person seen following Sladuski on video wasn't an employee at the club. The club's owner said three employees saw the man walk up to Sladuski on the street in front of the club, talked to her, and then walked away with her. I have the sketch at my Fullrigger podcast Instagram post so you can see a picture of this suspect. Police questioned her boyfriend, club employees, witnesses, and the person who reported the fire. Everyone was cleared. So, Detective Gaudio says, since Kevin had her cell phone, they couldn't track her by triangulating her cell phone signal. And there were no cameras to show where she went beyond the club exit. She was from out of town, had no local connections, and no one knew where she went and what she did between the time she left the club and the time her body was found. There's like an eight hour window. And anybody with information is asked to call Miami-Dade Crime Stoppers at 305-471-8477 or or the North Miami Police Department at 305-891-0924. I mean, a lot of time has passed. Maybe there's somebody who is not afraid anymore to come forward and tell police what they saw that night. You know, just put yourself in the family's shoes. If you had a family member who'd been taken in a horrendous way, wouldn't you want to help and try to find who did it. Now's the time to come forward. Speaking of which, I want to tell you about a little story that just happened this week. It's an unbelievable story, and I doubt this will ever be solved either. Speaking of someone coming forward, hopefully, a West Palm Beach woman, she was 24, just like Paula. She's dead after authorities say she fell out of a moving car onto Interstate 95, on I-95 in Boca Raton, And according to the Florida Highway Patrol, she was a passenger inside a dark-colored sedan, and it was traveling northbound about 11.30 p.m. just north of Yamato Road. So, it's late at night, it's dark. This woman falls out of the car. Apparently, several other cars hit her, multiple vehicles hit her. The car, which was an unknown make and model, kept going, didn't stop. And it's unclear why this woman fell out of the vehicle. Investigators don't know if she was pushed out, if she fell out, if she jumped out. So the woman, whose name has not been released, was pronounced dead at the scene. And according to Lieutenant Yanko Reyes of the FHP, investigators don't know the make, model, or license plate of this vehicle, only that it was a dark sedan. So not much to go on there. So someone has to come forward and explain what happened to this poor woman. Can you imagine driving on I-95 and all of a sudden you run over a woman? That's got to be traumatizing, not only for the woman who died, but also for those drivers who hit her. I mean, you'll never get over that. Well, one side note for all of you who have been contacting me about how can I get your book, The Accuser, It is going to be back on Amazon and Barnes and Noble in the next week or so. So, I'll let you know when it actually hits. But uh, my publisher, Newman Springs, had to publish a whole new bunch of books because it sold out. And it will be back in print in the next week or so. So, I'll let you know when The Accuser, the true story of the Big Dan's gang rape victim, is available for purchase. On that note, that wraps up this episode of Full Rigor. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to subscribe and download and give me five stars if you really liked it, and I'll be back again next week with another thriller. Till next time, thanks for listening.